0: In the foulest of language, join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best,
1: and the worst in horror. Each episode we seek out and review our brand new horror movie, or uh, our Viking movie. We seek out Valhalla. <laughs> there you go, Perfect. <laughs> then we go back and find what brian
2: uh thor is that is that what we're bringing thor <laughs> ragnarok
1: yeah thor ragnarok and uh valhalla rising yes that was probably a terrible norwegian accent <laughs> i'm sure uh, <laughs> lars will correct me
3: all right you should do the rest of the show like that that would be awesome <laughs>
1: We do include spoilers for the new film. (laughs) Was that more German? (laughs) All right, I'm going to quit with my head.
0: don't do that.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, well, we'll wait until the very end of the show to spoil the new feature uh, because we know all all of you guys are probably going to check it out if you haven't already. And uh, we'll let you know before we do so with a spoiler alert. If you guys don't want to hear the spoilers, just turn us off at that point, and we promise you won't miss a thing. Uh, we generally assume you guys have seen the classic film, although maybe not this one. <laughs> had, not. had you guys seen uh, th- this movie before,
2: Valhalla Rising? Yeah, no, it's it's been in my Netflix queue for shit. I don't even know how as long as it's been on Netflix, I just never got to it.
3: Mm-hmm. I've heard of it. I I didn't even know it was on Netflix until I started looking for it, and I was like, let me just check.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, I had seen it once before. I, ironically, we, we talked about it a few weeks ago, guys. You just might not have known because I couldn't think of the name of the movie. It was like I was saying it, there was only one uh, Nicholas Wending Riffin movie that I actually like, and this was it. Uh, ah, yeah. yeah. This is the one. <laughs> um, so anyway, there's going to be spoilers on that, and we're going to use four-letter words from time to time. That's pretty much it, so... Um, if you're new, and we've got we've got uh, at least three new listeners in October, uh, probably more, but um, at least three that went back and, and picked up a whole bunch of our other episodes. So we, we really appreciate that, guys, especially when you go back and listen to some of our old shit, because we're hoping we're getting progressively better, but we need the feedback for sure, right, Phil?
3: Yeah, and especially you three people, you is... <laughs> kind and you <he> is smart <laughs> I forgot the end of it so.
1: oh, I don't, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough And doggone it, people like me was Stuart Smalley But you're uh, referring to uh, some beekeeper movie or something? Or am I way off? It no idea. sounded good at the time okay. <laughs> um, Alright, well I'm Lance And uh, with me as always are my co-hosts Philip and Brian How's it going guys? It's
3: going good It's going terrific Terrific. bike week down here in sunny Galveston. So, uh, there are motorcycles everywhere. Sounds awesome.
1: We should have, we should have fixed up that, uh, that Indian that you had, man. Uh, triumph. Yeah, I know. I I sold it. I traded it. I traded it for a kayak. Ah, Okay. (laughs) Considering you're living in Galveston now, that was probably a good trade. Yeah.
3: Well, that and it didn't run. I'll get another one eventually.
1: Well, we'll start out uh, as we always do with Cool of the Week, uh, Brian.
3: I did finish Stranger
2: Things too, which was fucking awesome. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, did, did any of you guys finish it?
3: Uh, no, just- I started it though. Yeah. How I'm excited far you about at, it? Phil? It looks awesome. Um, like the first couple of episodes. Oh, oh okay. Cool. I yeah, got, I, I got yeah.
1: three more to go,
2: Brian. Yeah. It, um, I want more i want more now but yeah we're gonna have to wait but it is uh it is green lit for uh
3: seasons three and four all right so beautifully shot i love the music man that whole 80s no comeback shit. thing i'm <laughs> digging yes. it and uh
2: another thing i actually caught last night was a uh, creep 2.
1: Oh, yeah is it on, yeah, is not- it on netflix um,
2: I, I seen it through other means it oh, man. fell in my lap. Okay. So, uh, it, it is on, uh, iTunes and, uh, mm-hmm. stuff like VOD to rent, but um without uh, don't want to spoil it it's it's fairly new so if if you like the first one you'll like this one. D- okay. Mark plus is a creepy fucking guy for sure.
1: Well at least at least let us know this much did it did it pick up where the other one left off?
2: It references it okay in the beginning and it it leaves it i'll give this away it does leave it open for another Mm -hmm. one which i mean it's not really a spoiler they they did say um they they always planned on this to be a trilogy okay and he he does bring the super weird and creepy like he did in the first one so definitely a recommend
1: yeah the first one made it to netflix pretty quickly so hopefully this one will too
2: yeah, I be- I believe uh, they said I think they said before the year's over it will be on Netflix.
1: Okay, cool.
2: But it's not gonna it's not gonna take too long. Right.
1: What about you, Phil? Yeah. Any- anything uh, anything worth talking about?
3: Um, I uh, I'm caught up on The Walking Dead, so uh, that was pretty cool. Nice. And uh, I'm I'm trying to catch up on American Horror Story. Okay. And uh, for everybody who jumps ship uh after the first few episodes um it looks like it's getting a lot better like uh i'm i'm still not quite caught up yet but they left the whole political thing behind a little bit mm-hmm. and uh once it gets more into the story uh, it's it gets kind of exciting
2: yeah so you're saying i should so you're saying i should climb back
3: aboard cuz that's i probably jump ship after the fourth episode after the fourth one um, yeah, yeah it, it probably wouldn't hurt to to watch maybe another couple more and see if it see if it piques mm-hmm. your interest in. Okay.
1: Yeah, this it's uh, Brian. It's this is my favorite season since uh, season two, man. Oh, okay. Yeah, Asylum was my favorite. Uh, Murder House, number two. Uh, and then I'm going to say this one's number three. Unless it ends really, really shitty, which I don't see happening at this point. And then uh, after that, Coven. And then all the rest just kind of bleed together as shit for me. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And I'm all caught all up. Right.
2: I, will, I will get back on there then.
1: Yeah, not not bad advice, man. Yeah. Um, well, my cool of the week, far and away, I saw a lot this week, but uh, far and away, my cool of the week was a movie that you guys reviewed a couple of weeks ago that I hadn't seen yet, that I really did not think I was going to like it as much as I did, and that's uh, Happy Death Day. Really? really? Oh, dude, I really fucking dug this movie. I don't know if it's going to be top five, but it is going to be an honorable mention. I just think that they yeah, got it wasn't the... Bad. Uh, it was- yeah, it was a fun time. No, it was a great time. It, it was just a lot more fun than I was expecting, and uh, I don't know, man. I think that this actress is in for some big stuff, man. She just really, really—I I was very impressed with her acting. I'll put it that way. The,
2: yeah, she was. She was definitely one of the bright spots of the movie. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I loved it. I loved everything about it. Uh, there was a kind of a corny throwaway line referencing Groundhog Day toward the very end. Had, I, lo- I love need that. that. Nah, I, I love it. it. But that's cool because
2: um, you know, you know why I loved it because that's yep. that's how I feel. Some that's what that's how I feel sometimes.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: When when people like she said she didn't know who Bill Murray was, and I'm just like, right? I don't, I, you know, I don't even know you right now. I don't even know what's going on because <sighs> uh, you know I have that conversation with my wife all the time when I yeah. assume she knows something but she doesn't, mm-hmm. and it just blows my mind. Who's Bill
3: Murray? Jesus Christ! (laughs) Bill,
1: (laughs) Bill fucking Murray, right? Am I right, guys?
0: Yeah,
3: Bill fucking Murray. Actually, a little bit better week for
2: the news. But before we get to news, I got to say congratulations to the Astros.
3: Yeah, Yeah. that that was probably more of my cool week. I don't know why I didn't say that because that. Yeah, I I was definitely was watching it. (laughs) You know, I I was kind of
2: waiting for. I was waiting for one of you guys to say it, and nobody said it, and. (laughs) <laughs> had to throw it in there and gotta say rest rest in peace to my Texans your season's done
3: oh yeah Qu- well, quarterback, quarterback gone quarterback gone J.J. White gone Merciless gone coaches in some controversy they just can't
2: Brad. stop fucking up nope. so dedicate this to you guys rest in peace <laughs>
1: oh yeah. man yeah.
2: <laughs> okay now on to the news um uh, we're going to do our weekly uh, opening weekend roundup for Jigsaw. Jigsaw took number one with sixteen point two million uh, okay. stateside, another nine point five million international, with a total of twenty five point seven with a budget of ten million. So, all right, not too shabby. Yeah, not too bad. Uh, get, get
1: ready, get ready for the annual Saw movies again, right?
2: You, That's uh, what you they know, were leading I, up. To. Yeah, I'm, I'm down for it. Because the, the last few years we've been getting nothing but crap, right? And I, I thought this was a little bit better than crap, which is probably not <laughs> saying too much good about the movie, but it was entertaining. Like, right? Crap litter in it. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll go with that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> our first uh, news. Uh, we're going to get into some TV news. Um, Amazon and Warner Brothers are in talks to do a Lord of the Rings series. What? Yes. Like, like retelling the story? Or? Um, it, not a lot of detail was in it, but I think possibly a retelling, or maybe you know a little bit before Lord yeah. of the yeah. Ring. You know, I there's a lot of a lot to the to the myth and the, the mythos basically that you can get into. So I don't know if it's going to be a complete retelling, but they are in talks right now with Amazon. Hmm. I
3: kind of like that idea. Epic, yeah. epic, epic movie or epic story like that, that you can put into a series. Cause then I think you can fit all of the stuff that's supposed to be there back mm-hmm. into it.
1: Mm hmm. Any, any idea who's going to be casted in it?
2: Uh, just talks right now. It's not a for sure that the series is happening, but okay. talks are happening. So,
3: Tyrion. No. Yeah. Is <laughs> that, that sizist? No. <laughs> uh,
2: Jordan Peele is rebooting the Twilight Zone for CBS All Access.
1: Oh, another Twilight Zone reboot, huh? Yep come on guys do something original man seriously well i mean if if black
3: mirror is any indication if he can pull off something mm-hmm. like that you know i think that'd be cool
1: yeah but black mirror dude i mean that you know that's that's almost a totally different type of show though you know because it all deals with technology twilight Zone yeah, that's is more true. just kind of like you know little weird stories which is cool but um do we really need another twilight zone
3: I'm not mad at it yeah
2: i watched i'll check it out but i mean do we yeah. need it probably not but i mean i i'm it's a good choice to have jordan peele uh-huh. involved yeah. in it so
3: that's what makes me go huh. okay and, go-
2: mm. and they're pushing this on cba all, uh, cbs all access so they're really trying to push uh, this streaming okay service, my, my, so. my
1: channel huh i'm i think i'm the only schmuck that's yeah. paying for that every 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 month right CBS.
2: No, you're not actually.
3: You're not
2: <laughs> actually, I heard uh, since uh, Star Trek Discovery came out, uh, their uh, subscription boosted. So you're not I the only that. one.
1: Well, makes sense. <laughs>
2: uh, uh, on to our next uh, little bit of TV news. Uh, Eduardo Sanchez, uh, who did the Blair Witch Project, yes. is developing a tv series out of the Blair Witch Project what and yeah and his vision is to have uh, different directors doing uh, each episode so Mm -hmm. I don't know if this is going to be like an anthology series
3: or or what but he's trying to turn
2: this whole thing into a tv show
3: the story of a bunch of different people who get lost in the woods
2: <laughs> now, uh, yeah, now that you said that, I I, I was oh, kind of okay terrible. with this, but now that you just said that, I don't want it now. Uh, I <laughs> I know, sounds, like, sounds terrible. Like, I, I like don't how many how times you can you can get hold the show?
3: Yeah, I don't see how you can hold the show like that up. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> maybe it'll be like different different witch stories, or maybe maybe they'll uh. take like different real or event you know true true event stories or something i don't know
1: yeah maybe cool. uh hey maybe they'll they'll take uh denny denny with his couple of his buddies every week and, and go explore a different urban legend man now that well,
2: I, I would definitely watch that
3: oh i tried that that one thing um oh, ah yeah. damn it i think it's on hulu or amazon or something uh-huh it was uh it came from a podcast and they do just a bunch of like oh, oh lore. lore yeah lore I tried to watch it. Uh, It's it's a cool concept, and I like that documentary style that they got going. Right. It's a little long and kind of disjointed. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not as good as I wanted it to be.
1: Oh, too bad, man. Too bad. Yeah.
2: And we are gonna finish finish off with a couple of things from movie um, Starry Eye directors Dennis Weidmeyer and Kevin Kulsch mm-hmm. are remaking Stephen King's Pet Cemetery. Well, okay. So uh,
1: Star- I Starry Eye was a good movie.
2: Yeah, I enjoyed it, but I don't know anything else
1: they've done. Uh, so I haven't. I'm, I'm guessing they haven't done anything else. You know. Philip, have you seen – I'm sorry. Go ahead, Brian.
2: I was just going to say I'm a little bit bummed because they Mm -hmm. – what is his name? Uh, Andy Muschietti, the guy that did uh, the new It movie. They asked him if he could pick any other Stephen King movie to remake. He said Pet Sematary.
1: Ah, they got it out from under him, huh? Yeah. So, (laughs) I mean, the um... movie – go ahead. No, I was gonna say the only the only question I have about Starry Eyes is is in the light of Weinstein and Kevin Spacey and all this shit that's going on right now, it, it seems kind of an ironic uh, choice of directors yeah. considering <laughs> what that movie was about. I, <laughs> I, I didn't anything. see it. <laughs> oh, you can get the you get the idea. Yeah, except I think it was mm-hmm. Satanism instead of uh, sex.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm fine with it. I mean. I don't know Pet Cemetery has always been one of his Stephen King movies that I didn't really think needed to be remade remate- right I think Agreed. that movie still holds up
1: well give it a give it a chance, man I mean uh they're remaking every every other Stephen King story, why not this one too you know yeah, true
2: true, okay, and on to our final bit of news uh Quentin Tarantino is, uh, you brought it up, Lance, uh, the whole uh, Weinstein situation going on. (laughs)
1: Oh, here we go. Oh, no.
2: He is looking for a studio to back his Manson family movie because he's not having it go through
3: Weinstein. Oh, okay. uh, Gotcha. Oh, good. I thought you were going to say there were some accusations against him. I was like, (laughs) no. (laughs) No. (laughs) at least none
2: i've heard of but not yet (laughs) ouch um so yeah right now he's looking for a major studio to back his movie and right now there is talks of leonardo dicaprio um Hmm. starring in the movie so okay
3: shouldn't have too much trouble then yeah i was was supposed to be in like his 20s or something
1: oh leonardo dicaprio oh you mean when all the murders happen Leo seems yeah. a little old for that, huh? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, they, ha- they haven't. There's a lot of rumors of people whose people are playing, so I don't necessarily know. Nothing's confirmed. Like, uh, uh, Quentin Tarantino's staple is Brad Pitt, is rumored to be in the movie.
1: I got a better idea. And he's about the right
3: age. Oh, Jesus oh, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> All right. Every as movie. You were,
1: as you were, guys.
3: Although he plays crazy well, he could probably pull that off. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Dane
2: DeHaan. Uh Yeah, so. Eyes out of Brian. Yeah, that was all the news. I don't know what to say now. All Dane right, DeHaan. fucking day, DeHaan. <laughs>
1: hey, well, uh, on that note, why don't we take that little trip uh, down to the trailer park, boys? I'm bring you the, the Valhalla
3: day. Trailer Park.
1: Okay. Hey, you think they have trailer parks in Denmark?
3: (laughs) I'm sure they do somewhere.
1: Oh, man. I'll tell you what. If we have any listeners in Denmark, let us know. Brian,
3: what's our first new trailer,
1: man?
2: Okay. We're going to start with the very confusing uh, Primal Rage starring Casey Galadari, Andrew Joseph Montgomery, and Mm -hmm. others directed by Patrick... McGee.
1: Oh, not Patrick Lear, huh? Our number one no. listener. <laughs> um, if he this was directed
2: by him, I would want to know why didn't we get a cameo in it?
3: Right. And and, and honorary producer of the show. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he said this right. so much
2: <laughs> um I'll start. Um I'm
3: I don't know what this movie
2: is. I, it looks like a Bigfoot movie, but then it kind of feels right. like a witch movie. I don't know which one it is. Both, and it's awesome.
1: Yeah, it looks good. It looks, looks fun to me, man.
3: I'm excited about it. <laughs> so, so I don't know what the fuck about, it looks cool. Are
1: they, are they, Philip, you think they're saying that a witch created Bigfoot or something?
3: I don't know. I think Bigfoot is like a, a primal man. Like, he's got weapons right? and shit, Pretty cool. Yeah did, did he have armor on? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Bigfoot Maybe Bigfoot's a good guy, and they're fighting the witch. Okay, that's my theory. That's my running theory. And ah, I, oh, hey, you know I what? Like I it, can man. see that now. That
2: <laughs> right. they're mistaking him as uh, the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Until the Bigfoot witch gets
1: introduced. To,
3: like, yeah, they're trying to they're they're running from Bigfoot, and he's trying to save them. And ah.
1: Ryan, uh, I think you figured that, it out?
3: Now, <laughs> that sounds a
2: whole lot better and uh I've seen uh Patrick McGee this looks like his first direct uh, directed movie he's done a lot okay. of special effects for like bigger movies though name so name, a, he's name a
1: couple name a couple of the movies he's worked on
2: uh you're gonna make me work here i just closed <laughs> my page
1: <laughs> i know he worked i i i'm I'm baiting you man he worked on a movie called zombie strippers
3: oh <laughs> i think i've seen the the cover for that somewhere i think i've seen the movie <laughs> that's, that's that's a good? Uh, uh,
0: fun I,
1: think class movie.
2: I think i've seen about 10 minutes of it and turned it off right robert Does it England have like
1: in it? i remember is it
2: jenna jameson in that
3: uh probably <laughs> i know robert England sure England in jenna jameson how could it be bad <laughs>
2: Uh, let's see. Uh, he's done he's done special effects on Spider-Man, Men in Black, Jurassic Park, oh, Alien wow. vs nice. Predator. He's done makeup for Let's see.
1: Zombie Strippers. Uh,
2: he's worked on the movie Panic Room with uh, Jodie Foster. He's oh, done a no lot shit. of a lot oh, of special effects and makeup.
1: Okay. Yeah, so Cool. Uh, so
2: it looks looks like no problem in the the makeup and special effects department for this
1: movie. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be first in line to see this one. I, I really, I it looks different. It looks like a different take on Bigfoot.
3: Yeah. So I don't I'm, think it'll I'm be in. like a big theater release
1: though. <laughs> I don't think so either.
3: Yeah. I hope it is. I think it looks cool. <laughs>
1: right.
2: Well, we got some time to wait uh, Release date is January 26
1: Ah, okay But okay. Philip says we may or may not Be able to use our movie pass to see it
3: I hope I, so. It may be a straight to Fucking DOD thing
2: Right, but, but possibly but, but it is coming out in January And mm-hmm. they do dump a lot of stuff in January And February, so Yeah, that's true Possibly
1: January 26 release date, right?
2: Yes, sir. Uh, On to our final trailer is Ghost Stories, starring Bilbo Baggins himself, Martin Freeman. Ah,
1: and also the creepy kid from Black Mirror. Shut up. Uh, Alec-
2: Alex Lothar. Is that his name? Is. Yeah. The, the <laughs> I don't want to give away that story, but okay. he, he, he got what he deserved. Right. <laughs> is, is that the one we're talking about?
1: Yeah, Shut Up and Dance. The one with him and Bron from uh, Game of Thrones, remember? Uh, yeah, yeah, he got what he, he got. What he deserved. <laughs> right.
2: Bastard. But, uh, yeah, this one's uh, starring Martin Freeman, uh, Alex Lothar, Jill Halfpenny, directed by Jeremy Dyson and Andy Nyman.
1: What's it called again? Ghost Stories? Ghost Stories. Ghost, Ghost stories. stories. Yeah. Was it found footage? I, it was kind of hard to tell.
2: You yeah, know what? I'm a, I'm a little it didn't confused. Didn't get much on this to go on, on at all, yeah. right? Yeah, it's more of a teaser. So, yeah. uh, from the store or from the title "Ghost Stories," it, it kind of makes it sound like a series. So, I don't know. Okay. And uh, yeah, not a lot to talk about. I mean, I like Martin Freeman.
1: Yeah, I do too.
2: You know, especially uh, you know the Hobbit and you know Sherlock. other movies. He's great in Sherlock. Yeah, Fargo, uh, season oh, yeah. one, he was really good in.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And um, that'll that'll get me to tune in because of Martin Freeman. And if it has to do yeah. with, like, actual ghost stories and stuff or just one main ghost story, I'll, I'll tune in. But mm-hmm. as far as right now, there's no set release date. It's supposed to come out sometime next year. So it's probably why it's only a teaser instead of actual full-length trailer. Gotcha. Oh, that makes sense.
1: Hmm. All right. Looks like it's so. Uh, it's it's worth the watch to me.
2: Yep. Uh, Why not? And like I said, that is our last trailer.
3: All right, Philip. Uh, we got any feedback? Pandria says good casting. Uh, Denny Louis says Sophia Botella would have also been a good choice. And uh, Justin Smith to Denny says uh, you can't just give her everything. <laughs>
1: No, he's got to give Daisy Ridley something, right? Right, Brian? Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, Daisy Ridley, Sophia Battella. I'm kind of Brian. leaning towards Sophia Battella. You can give yeah. her anything.
1: You, yes. you would. You wouldn't mind a Sophia Daisy sandwich, though, would you? No,
2: they can do the same scene that she did with uh, what Charlize Theron in Atomic Blonde.
3: Oh, uh, there you go. Fun. Yeah, that'd be. All right, I got lost there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, So Josh Josh Youngblood says uh, have you guys seen there's a Pumpkinhead reboot dropping next year
1: yeah and uh, Brian I wanted you to talk about that a little bit because I think you mentioned it a few weeks ago in the news if I'm not mistaken
2: yeah it's oh my gosh I should have had something pulled up
1: is it it one you're looking forward to
2: yes actually because the guy that's doing it uh, promises it's all going to be
3: practical effects Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I remember you talking about that. Uh, I'm 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 down for that, man. Practical effects are always fun, right?
2: Okay, it was the rights were purchased by Saw producer. Oh my gosh, where's my notes? Now
1: Sorry, is this going to have uh, David S. Pumpkins in it by any chance?
3: <laughs> any yeah, questions? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's all my right. favorite Saturday Night Live skip from the past couple of years. <laughs> yeah, Peter Block.
2: One, okay, there. Pull my notes up. Peter Block, who is known for uh, a producer okay. on the Saw franchise, has purchased the rights. And uh, so far, he has said it is due in 2018, and mm-hmm. it's going to heavily rely on practical effects.
1: Ah, cool.
2: And I am really... Really looking forward to it because uh, Pumpkinhead was one of my favorites when I was younger. And in Pumpkinhead, it's all practical effects. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Nice, nice. I'm going to gonna see harp on that later, too. Yep. Uh, silence. Oh, okay.
3: I thought I lost you for a second.
1: <laughs> Silencio. <laughs> Por favor. <laughs>
3: all right. Uh, so, <laughs> regarding Zach Levi Shazam. Uh, Kevin Ness says oh, I don't know boy. about this guys DC needs, to con- DC needs to concentrate on the next Batman movie and stop with this superhero no one knows or cares about <laughs> <laughs> but the Sid and Marty Croft Shazam was badass
1: <laughs> oh come on Kevin it's Sid and Marty Croft what the fuck is he talking about
3: I have no idea, Sid, but I Sigmund love that and, comment.
1: Is the sea monster, or what the fuck? <laughs> Is he saying there was a Sid and Marty Croft Shazam? Uh, I,
2: think, I think he posted a picture on our page. Oh, on come our, on, dude.
1: I thought the, these guys only did, like, puppets, didn't they? Like, uh, fucking H.R. Uh, uh, Puffin stuff and Sigmund and the sea monsters and shit like that, or... <laughs> am i thinking of something am i help me out here guys am i thinking I no of the idea. wrong people
2: yeah i don't i don't know what's going on right now
1: sid and marty croft i could have shack is the only shazam
3: publish. i'll ever know huh <laughs> oh wait um
2: <laughs> 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 uh, zachary levi did the
1: shazam puppet show <laughs> what, yeah, what were you z- saying brian
2: Zachary Levi. I'm finding out more about him. Like I was kind of yeah. worried about
1: his side. The the guy is like 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, oh, Chuck was awesome, dude, but he's and, just uh, he's like a dweeb. He, and, he's a 6'4" dweeb is what he is, man. Come on. Yeah, I mean, if he's a, if he's a real actor, he can
2: right. act out of out of character, or act, you know, act in a different character, whatever, whatever the case may be. Oh, and him well. being six three, six four, right? He he. The movies. I don't think he's even supposed to come out for like two years. Oh, so he could okay. put on that's he could put on the size. Awesome. Yeah.
1: Uh, okay. So he's gonna he's gonna go on the uh, on the on the rock uh, diet and workout program with him,
2: huh? Yeah, because if, if everybody remembers, uh, look what Hugh Jackman looked like in the first X Men. Okay. Uh, or, Bradley Cooper got fucking huge, or yeah. um, Chris Evans before he was yeah. Captain America.
1: Oh, that was computer graphics, dude. <laughs>
3: no, I'm not talking about <laughs> that like in the movies before Captain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, go go watch. The, um, for that guy example, was super small. Like, I was worried about him. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, for example, he was,
2: example, the, he was uh,
1: the proverbial 98 pound weakling. Yeah, for example, uh, Fantastic Four
2: when he was okay. a Human Torch. Compare him to Captain him Captain America now. So
1: Really? Uh, he he worked out a lot after that after that role then, yeah. huh? And then somebody was telling
2: me Chris Hemsworth was not as big as he was now.
3: Oh come on. Probably couldn't have been as big as he is now, so he's right he definitely put on some weight for Thor. Huh. Yeah. Okay. But My
2: problem isn't them doing a Shazam movie. It's them doing all these villain movies because they just announced a Deathstroke movie with. uh, Right. I heard possibly. Yeah. Joe Maganello and Shazam's main villain. I don't know. Shazam's main villain is Black Adam, who they casted the Rock as. He's not going to be in this movie because Black Adam's getting his own movie. That's why I have a problem.
1: Wait a minute. Uh, The Rock isn't going to be in the Shazam movie?
2: No, Black Adam it will have his own movie.
1: Oh, uh, come on. Some, that's, Somebody that's at Warner on. thought it was a good idea. Oh, Jesus Christ. Are you uh, serious? Pull your shit
3: together, DC.
1: You know what? <laughs> this is going to be really interesting in a couple of weeks when we talk about uh, the the Justice League, huh? Yeah. Oh, boy. So, uh, Unless, I mean, there's then, still time to change it if you guys want to cover a different movie that we oh, like, I wanna, wish upon. I want to watch something. it. <laughs> if it's bad, I'll shit all over it. Yeah, I will, too. <laughs> I'd rather watch Wish Upon.
3: Uh, I'd, I'd rather not. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and then uh, regarding uh, Tom Holland's Fright Night Resurrection, yeah. uh, Adam Bunch says, uh, I thought he'd be... Busy with the sequel to Spider-Man. <laughs> Adam, come on. That's a, that's a different Tom Holland. <laughs> uh, actor and director. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, then, uh, regarding Rob Zombies 31, uh, Jim Kupka, creepiest villain in the past decade.
1: Uh, He must be talking about uh, Bre- uh, Breaks character, right? Doomhead?
3: I do. Yeah, Doomhead, yeah. 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 I was going to say which one. There's a bunch of them. Right. Uh Jesse Bollinger says uh I want to like this but I wasn't a fan. It took me a couple times of watching it to really get in it.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, I I enjoyed it from the beginning, but you know, I a lot of people are really down on Rob Zombie, but I'm a I'm a fan for the most part. I mean, ha- Halloween 2, even people don't like that. I I even liked Halloween 2,
3: you know? I did too. Yeah. I I've, I've liked pretty much everything Rob Zombie has done. But he's Ryan. got his own little, thing, you know. He's it, it, got a fan base, but they're strong. Sure. Uh, so Megan Palmer posted pictures of her as Michael Jackson. Uh, <laughs> so she could call me Mikey. <laughs>
2: uh, it was it was pretty awesome.
3: Danny Lewis says Corey Feldman. Fucking <laughs> <it>, Danny. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, oh, here's oh, one from Lars. Yeah, uh, he says, go. "Happy guys, what you up to?" Uh, I always watch Halloween, The Fog, and Prince of Darkness. The night belongs to Carpenter. Have crazy fun! Wow, guys, crazy!
1: <laughs> <laughs> awesome.
3: Uh, regarding casting for dead detectives, uh, Justin Smith says the guy, uh, from You're the, the Worst, sign me up. He's hilarious. <laughs> I've never, never seen that I, show. Have you guys? I've I've never even heard it, but I'll watch
1: it. Yeah. It's supposed to be pretty good for a sitcom. I think it's on uh, uh, FX or something like that.
3: Yeah. Uh-oh. We got a, uh, <laughs> guess what? Somebody came in with yeah. Contra Code. Oh, no. Of course. Of course. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, start. Okay. Uh, Hopefully you guys got some other correct answers, but I wanted to send in for the fun. Is it B, A, or A, B? It
2: is, let me double check. Yeah, look it up. It is B, A.
3: Okay, bam. Uh, Did
1: he get it right?
3: Yep. That's it. All right, I guess he w-
1: I guess he wins the uh, the the digital download, right? No, oh, no,
2: it's a Blu-ray. Yeah. It's a 976 uh, nine, evil Blu-ray, and mm-hmm. Patrick, I will get your information and I will get that out to
1: you. Cool. Sweet. All right, way to go, Patrick! Congrats on winning the uh, the the Blu-ray, man.
3: Yeah, that's uh that's it for the feedback this week. Thanks to everybody who le- reaches out to us. Um, As always, you can reach us at our Facebook or Podbean page, or you can email us directly at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. Or you can leave us an iTunes review. Please, please, please do that. It helps so much. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. Let us know what's up.
4: It's Zach Baxter with the Knights of the Drunk Watch here. Let's do roll call. I'm Zach.
5: I'm Kate. I'm Crystal.
4: I'm Andrew. I'm Audie. And it's Halloween night. Happy Halloween, everybody! We just <laughs> finished watching episode nine of American Horror Story titled "Drink, drink the Kool Aid." Uh, so, Andrew, let's do let's cold. do just do our ritual. Mm-hmm.
6: We are the Knights of the Drunk
4: Watch.
5: And, and now, now our, our talk, talk begins. begins. All
4: right. Kay, give us the nuggets.
5: All right. So we can start with the Kool-Aid drinking. So oh, my a, God. We got a super horrific recap
6: of all the people who uh, got murdered in
5: cults. Of mm-hmm. all
7: the cult suicides. That was a hell of a way to... I mean, like, he's been starting episodes with a punch. The the shooting. Yeah. The, yeah. I mean, it's just...
4: It, it was, it was. It's dark. Very. Because these are people who really... This is not fiction. It's, yeah. it's yeah. fact. Yeah.
7: But it is American horror story. Those were all American American horror horror stories. stories. No, Jonestown
6: was an American.
7: No, Jonestown was Americans who moved to Guyana, but it was still Americans.
6: They were yeah, they were all
7: They were all I mean I'm sure they brought in some locals every now and then, but it was mostly mostly Americans.
4: Uh uh so so Kai used that story time with his literal
7: story time. With, yeah, it was
5: a slumber party. Oh, we all had a slumber
7: party.
4: There <laughs> <There are> <laughs> slumber party with the Abercrombie and Fitch retirees. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll tell you you out of
7: like twenty five. There
4: are a lot of asses everywhere. A lot of if, long johns, if,
5: if, if. all oh matching white long, thin
4: long johns.
5: Very, very thin,
4: johns. very thin veiled ass. Oh, it was so so
5: nice. nice. Uh, uh, very nice. <sighs> okay, continue.
4: It gave me asthma. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so he asked them, but they would all. Yeah. Anywho, so long story short, let me get to where they good nuggets. Yeah. Uh, so okay, he no, brought no, everybody. Oh, in, yeah. He brought everybody in. <laughs> uh Put a pitch a pitcher, he put a bucket of, not a bucket, it wasn't a, <laughs> a pot. He brought
5: <laughs> a, pot. a pot on a tray with some little <laughs> <gift laughs> cups and said, Hey, look what I have. But that
6: wasn't during the sliver party, just to be clear. That was yeah. way later he, hey, when he, he took
5: the women. No, but this is what I'm talking about. Is like he talked about all of this. I'm going to jump around a little bit. But he talked about all that, and then it wasn't way later. It was still at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, about where, three minutes in. Yeah, he, yeah, it was pretty quick. 'Cause then we switched to Ivy and Allie fighting and then the boys picked him up to do the pool party. Right. That was the progression of the episode. Yes. Okay. And so he was like, Hey ladies, he sat them all down on the couch, gave them all their cups, and he was like, But it's not just you, everybody gets a cup. Mm. And then shot, <laughs> you get a cup. I, I guess my question is, did anyone do you think anyone knew?
6: No. No. Okay. Like the whole point was to, to to root out the people who... It was
5: a power play.
6: Because mm. at the slumber party, he said, would you cut off your balls for me? Would you die for me? Would you? And they were all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the moment for them to all prove that they would do mm-hmm. what, he what, he well, yeah, what he asked. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that, it
5: was just an a good example of how ridiculously like into the cult these guys are. Yeah. It's because he was like, all right... We're gonna all do this, we're gonna die, we're gonna move on to our next forms and it'll make my Senate run stronger. And then at the end of it, he was like, no, of course we're not going to die. I'm running for this Senate. Uh, like, yeah. deaf people can't vote. What are you... So like- except, for
4: in Chicago. Yeah, Chicago. except for Chicago. Yeah, except for Chicago. And,
5: so, he, and, and then Jeff, you know, so even he was like, this is what we're doing, but obviously it's not true. Well, through. also, okay.
4: the th- I think it's also showing us that he's, again, making everything up as he goes along. There mm-hmm. is no plan. So I think that's really good for the defense of, of Allie there isn't an end to the plan. So she she could really divert the plan any way she wants.
7: Well, I think there is an end plan. And I think his plan is to, like, gain as he much power he's as become is. president. Yeah, I think, yeah. honestly, that's the ultimate plan is he's going to become president and make the country into his dictatorship. But what Kai is smart about is controlling people. He's not smart about how he does it or how original he is or any of that. So he uses what he sees around him, but he's very good at that. Mm. So I, I do think that all of this is some kind of plot. I think that these guys are all fodder. I think mm. that he's using them to make the women go crazy. Otherwise why yeah. wouldn't he like play, be playing up to the women or why wouldn't he be killing them? I think this is all about the women.
5: And also people that he can like Persuade easily, like they. I don't, I, I don't think a lot of these guys have a lot else going on right they now. They don't right. have a lot going on.
6: They don't look very smart. but no. oh, they've got a lot going on.
5: <laughs> oh, oh, drink Andrew, drink. <laughs> kind <of> got <laughs> <on. laughs> yeah, Drink. Um. So I just want to shit on Winter for a little bit. Go uh, ahead. She did like a whole worst babysitter ever. ever. She came in and she was like, "We need to run away." And then she was like, "But let me kidnap your son and go to the basement." And Why not did she, she bring? Him back well,
7: in the first place. Well, no, but no, she, Kai was with
6: her.
5: Yeah, I
6: mean, that's the problem. She didn't like. I mean, right? She was ready to run, and then they were going to run, and then like, oh, it, Winter's already picked him up, and she wasn't alone. Mm, so that yeah. means that yeah, Kai said, "Let's go pick him up." But, so Winter's
7: throwing everybody under the damn bus. No, I, and than I don't, I don't think
6: Winter is. I don't think Winter is
4: strong enough to. Uh, <laughs>
7: do anything Kate
4: you just have to ask Kate because <laughs> um, she at the beginning of the episode she's like fuck my brother I thought he was on my side yeah Da-da-da-da-da. he killed but he killed my brother he, I saw him kill Da she's like hating on Kai and then in the middle of the episode she's doing
6: his bidding again
7: so, so she's so the she, wild card well, nobody knows but, what but, side but she's but on I,
6: I think she's in the same position that Ali is like purposely putting herself in it's like you don't want to tell Kai to go fuck off so as long as I, Kai is, has has control, like if Kai shows up and says, "We're gonna go pick up Oz," because you have permission to do it, you're not gonna say no. Right, but I'm I packing. feel like my, I disagree.
5: <laughs> I think that winner is somehow like super duper weak in that like yeah, she just takes that. on like oh can't run, help like, herself we're running away we're running away let's do this oh no I'm back with Kai let's be Kai yeah. well, mean, I agree so that she's no, weak like, but I
6: don't think she's like with Kai I think she's like she's like she's ducking for cover
5: I don't you think know. it's even that I think she will just
7: sway to whoever is leading her Whoever's more in power, but that makes her more useful closer. to Allie. Yeah, basically whoever's yeah, closest yeah. proximity but is... But that's good for Allie yeah. at the moment, right now. Do you think Allie would try to seduce she, Winter? I she just
6: wants to stay Not the like Porker, but like... Got control of the situation. That he's the like safe friends? road. Hmm. Makes that I don't
5: think she's smart enough to go for the safest road. I don't think she's smart enough to scheme and be like, if I do this, I'll be safe. Yeah. She just does. Kai told me to do this. I'm gonna do it. Do it. Or, she's a follower. Yeah, she's like a straight follower. Well, they're all followers. So. Allie isn't anymore. Well, but Why no, Allie, I, no I'm
6: not talking about Ali. She's not a real cult member. They were all followers. I, th- I mean, I know. Yeah. I, I think I think Winter is kind of like. Yeah, you know, if if they could have taken off at that moment, she would be gone. But yeah. the guys showed up; they took control of the situation. So the only thing for her to do is like just to to tote the party line again. I think, mm. I, but I think she ratted them out. I think Winter ratted
4: think out. She said out. they're running.
7: Yeah, I
6: think they're they're planning on doing their. I think Kai would have seen that a
7: mile coming a mile away. No, anyway, actually, I don't
6: think I don't think she did because. Yeah, she was on that. She couch threw with Beverly like, under the fucking bus yeah, real quick. Yeah, that's yeah, she was put on the spot about Beverly. Yeah. She was on the couch with the rest of them. When I think they she has, I think she
5: has no filter and no self motivation. Bam! I agree. Someone asked her a question, she answers it. Like yeah. I, think we, thing. Yeah. I think sort of we, yeah. I think we've shat enough on we her. Did. Like she's not even that important.
4: Well, <laughs> I th- yeah, and I think I think she's next to die next episode for sure.
5: Allie and Ivy, this switch that they've done. I going to talk about the next two things a little quick because I think we're was most so interested good. in the last nugget. So, Allie and Ivy—they've done this switch where Allie is now in control. We had at the beginning of the episode, Smoky Eye on her knees, yeah. <laughs> begging for forgiveness, yeah. like
4: weeping, weeping, uh,
5: so in we her have, lap. Yeah, we have this whole like switch of strength dynamic. It's
4: amazing. Good. I like the writing.
5: Yeah, that I liked what we did there. I think we like it. I don't think there's much to say. Well, I mean, we I like
7: understand. it because uh, the writing has been so threadbare on the ground for the last few yeah, seasons. Yeah, it really has.
4: And they've given us characters like Allie, who, like Andrew said, were really fucking annoying in episode one, yeah. but then really paid off now at the end, where right. she grew well, several pairs. Winter's still
7: equally annoying.
4: Yeah. Well, I think we're gonna take I think winter, like I said, is next next yeah. in line.
5: Let's see it be gory. Um and, then, oh, and then, then yeah. I mean so then
7: I mean she
6: killed she killed Ivy Oh yeah. so good. Thank
7: God. So good. I'm gonna drink so for happiness. Shakespearean nice telling Ivy she was killing her It was very Titus Andronicus. So right there. good. Was, just so
4: dramatic and just perfect. I really
7: expected her to be in the man witch, like you said. Yeah, I was like, but she put, put that bitch in the that man that witch. she not
6: have bitch.
3: She couldn't have killed Kai right there by poisoning him because she still didn't know where her son was.
5: That's, that's true.
4: true. Yeah. Well, I think she <laughs> probably. We also have
5: our next point, and this is a good segue. Our next point is Oz and Kai, and this whole also switch. Okay, of... can we just
7: MVP Oz this episode? Yeah, like, uh, he was Oz just the best. He's like, is um, like this, is Wait, this is not correct. Wait, this is not correct. in this previous scene,
4: he was like. Yes, daddy, you're my daddy. Right. He, so he fucking quickly. Yeah. yeah. But
7: so that quickly. doesn't mean that he's not still going to be Oz. But here's what's interesting about this is he. So we've made all of this fun about like, you know, millennials and the new generation and they don't know anything that's mm-hmm. going on. And, yeah. you know, they don't pay attention or they believe everything.
4: We can look shit up.
7: But here he is. He's a smart kid that knows, you know, to at least look up facts and be like, no, you're wrong. And here's what's well, true. Is he
6: Oz is the next generation. He that's true
7: that's true yeah, all good.
6: those boys that are following they're those funny. are the millennials yeah but I think they're a different subset of millennials
7: it's, it's just an interesting because yeah. yeah. this whole season has been a comment on America and American society obviously like, like so heavy handed I feel like society. I'm being beaten in the face with it and I thought that was like a fun little thing they threw in there for the youngest generation that's yeah. good
4: I mean okay Kate
7: and
5: then the last thing is what is Allie's plan Survive,
6: yeah.
7: Survive.
3: She's trying to get her
6: son and get the fuck out of there.
5: Yeah. Well, I think
4: I think she has to go a step further now. She, like, does I she think have to take over is, the cold? I
5: think she's going to take so over. If the So if cult. you didn't yeah. hear, Marcia said that you know she's going to take over. She's just trying to get her son out, but she's now like she's that, been that would be one thing. But she's embedded herself. Yeah. She's created this history of are the father this is the messiah baby Mm -hmm. and now we are family and leading this cult together
6: well i mean that's just to get him like to not suspect her i don't
5: i
7: don't think that's true i think that that speech that she made to ivy about revenge and about what she filled her hole with um i think that counts for (laughs) kai as well i think she wants revenge on kai because he was also heavily involved in driving her bonkers so I yeah. think that she so that, is, that is literally true. using
6: What's her that son. What's not
7: true? I don't think she's just trying to like escape with her son no, yeah, or she's trying making, to that, or that she's just trying to make sure her son survives all this. I think she's using her son as a way to take over the cult. Yeah. I think she's gotten that cold.
5: But then the next question is does she want the cult or does she just want to She wants Kai to destroy to Kai, but
7: it. Yeah, I think she wants to destroy Kai the the best way she knows how. I mean, she could have him arrested or whatever, but yeah. Instead, she takes away everything that he's built.
4: Well, she's doing what Beverly tried to do.
7: Yes. Failed at. I think I Beverly's mean. gonna help her. You I think, think Beverly so? is in exactly the position no. to help her. No, I, I think, think Beverly's broken. I think no. yeah. Beverly's lost. She, no. was be like, oh god, drink. Drink, she was the
5: first one to be like, oh my god, I will drink, drink yeah. Yeah.
7: I will I will I will bet, bet, bet shot? a shot. shot. I will bet, bet. a shot hey. that Beverly's gonna mm. help Allie. I will take that bet.
5: Then to her that she, bet? I don't think so. Oh, Shaken. Oh, oh, Shaken. Oh, it's shit.
4: real! It's real.
5: Uh,
4: I, I, but, okay, so my question is: wh- so she, she's now the mother of the cult. She's a cult mother. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. So what does she do she's now? This queen. Like, what is she, does she? Did she try to dismember it at the bottom? Or from
7: the, I mean, maybe but, she leads them all to their death. Yeah, that's possible. Maybe she makes them drink the Kool Aid. Does
4: she get elected a senator?
7: Mm. Oh, like I that's I honestly question. can't predict
5: so, I, at this point I
4: can't what even is she, oh come fucking on man it's 25 it's days
5: not, of not, Christmas stop 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 so it's not I, I think that <laughs> she will either I mean she's either gonna take it over to dismantle it or she's gonna take it over because she becomes deleted the leader, and also kind of intoxicated by the power, and realizes yeah. that she. Can well, get it. what better
7: person for Kai, who is who he is, to lose to than an ex Snowflake lesbian feminist? Yeah.
4: Who has been to the depths and back?
7: Right, like that's that's like his she's perfect. She's gone antithesis. and come back already. Yeah, yes, exactly. She's his perfect nemesis,
4: and she is probably medicated now.
7: Yeah, and she played him like a fiddle with all that stuff. And I'm so like, surprised just he like, just like she knew he exactly just, what to say how to manipulate just, he him he just
4: like it ate perfect. it up literally <laughs> just, yeah I mean <laughs> he, really he was just like oh, I'm on board this is it We're, yeah. yeah babies had babies so congratulations to Ryan Murphy for successfully putting together nine don't
7: clean- fuck it up in the last two right. son not two but but Francis Conroy's coming back so I have so that's good
4: but it could also be all about mother's love though which is kind of—it's yeah. kind of—I see that glimmer of a mother's love in there. Like it's somewhere. not
7: Every mother, season though. Season
6: was about a mother's <laughs> well, <it's>
7: love. <laughs> yeah, I guess in a way. Because mommy is. Wow! Okay. Oh, oh hell! All right, and so about that internet. Oh god!
6: It works for Murder House, and it works for Rona. It works yeah. for it works for it Combin. definitely works
7: for Coven. Yeah. And they were like her a children hotel? in Freak Show. What is that all
5: about? Kathy yeah, yeah. well, and her a being Siro. a mother, the, yeah, I didn't watch the Countess. Last two episodes. And, um, Countess okay. was a mother, so. Yeah
7: okay we're out of time so. so
4: thanks so much for The Horror Returns for letting us be on your podcast guys we're so sad that our our, our weeks are coming up to the end yeah, we have two more episodes yeah. of American Horror Story we're so glad to have you we're so glad to be here go check them out at the podcast uh, at podbean.com backslash The Horror Returns they review horror movies and the horror genre all together uh, or check us out on YouTube at Zach Baxter or Facebook at Zach Baxter and Andrew we
6: are the Knights of the Drunk Watch and, and now, now our talk is
7: ended. ended.
4: We'll see you on Sunday, friends. Happy Halloween.
7: Happy Halloween. Let the Christmas carols Happy begin. Go no Astros. No.
1: All right. Cool. So uh, that means now it's time for our featured attractions. Uh, in honor of Lars from Denmark, I guess this is pretty much his show tonight. It's, uh, it's officially Viking Week at The Horror Returns. We review the newest Marvel movie, uh, Thor Ragnarok, and also 2009's Valhalla Rising. So as always, we'll start out with uh, trivia for Valhalla Rising. Uh, director uh, was Nicholas Winding-Riffin, also known for Drive as well as The Neon Demon. Uh, writers were Nicholas Winding-Riffin with Roy Jacobson. Uh, One Eye was a nickname, and anybody who's seen American Gods knows this too, for uh, Odin, who in the Norse legends gave one of his eyes as a sacrifice to the well of Mimer to get wisdom. The sacrifice also gave him the power to see hidden things. Uh, now, this is weird, guys. During the entire Men of God sequence, the sea is made out of black plastic bags. Really? Huh. <laughs> That's fucking <laughs> weird. <laughs> it's weird yeah I never noticed that uh, who
3: came up with that idea <laughs> you
1: know I mean these guys from Denmark man they come up with some weird shit so who knows um, Mads Mikkelsen's prosthetic eye is actually modeled on the one that Kirk Douglas wore in the, in the original movie The Vikings from 1958 huh. so there's some trivia uh, Valhalla Rising 2009 who wants to talk first
2: I'll go first. Um, real quick, uh, Rotten Tomato score seventy one percent with a forty nine percent audience score. Okay, I like this. One. And I think the audience score would have been higher if a lot more people would have seen it. Right. Um, but uh, my review of the movie is: I thought this mu- uh, this movie was fucking awesome. It was violent. Um, not a lot said in the movie, but not uh, not a lot needed to be said. Um, right their acting told the story Mads Mickelson was a beast in this movie he was brutal yeah. with his kills right and it was beautifully shot there was so many beautiful shots in this movie and I really am mad at myself for just waiting to see this movie this long it's just been in my yep. queue for forever and I really I really enjoy this one this and Mads Mickelson is starting to be one of my favorite actors I, I think I don't think there's anything he's really been in that I haven't liked. I mean, Casino Royale, uh Doctor Strange, you know, the countless other movies. Of course, you know, Hannibal. Yeah.
3: The guy's a fantastic he's kind actor. of an awesome bad guy.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. But he can also play that anti-hero. That guy sure. you kind yeah. of you kind of root for but you're not supposed to. Yeah. So and I thought he was just badass in the movie. I thought everyone else did. There was a couple scenes I was a little confused about what was going on. So right. maybe when we get into it, maybe you guys can explain to me because there was like a montage of uh, they were. I don't know what was happening. I, I don't know if I kind of like blacked out for a second and then.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: did did There's... somebody did, did somebody get raped in this movie? What?
3: I don't remember that. uh I think he was getting like drowned in the mud. I don't know there was a lot of stuff was okay, was that, was I was that right.
2: was, okay the guy getting drowned was that the was that the one guy's son,
3: huh I'm not sure, man. There was a I'm, lot in this movie where I didn't know what the hell was going on. I'll yeah, tell you that right I, now. I looked away for a
2: second, and then I looked up, and I'm like, is this guy raping him in the mud? And I was like, <laughs> what the
3: fuck is going on? Ouch. I know. No, there was a moment, because I knew exactly what Ryan. you were talking about when you said it. I was like, oh, yeah, that was that was slightly awkwardly shot, I think. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Because he flipped him over, wow. and then he laid on top of
3: him. and I I was, he started, like, I stacking rocks really- on him, like a fucking Jenga tower or something. I don't yeah, it he- was <laughs>
2: like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Thankfully, it didn't last long. And it was, <laughs> Lance, it was during the montage. Uh, Mads Mickelson character was making that totem thing with the rocks. Yeah, the cairn. And,
1: I, I, yeah. I got the impression that the guy was trying to drown him in the mud. Okay. But maybe, maybe there I was just... more going on. I don't, you know, I, I guess I, I might have missed that part. Okay. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Look, I mean, there, right. the, the, this movie was obviously very surreal. And, I mean, it yeah. was intended to be. Um, have you? So have you guys seen um, a lot of other films by this director?
3: I've, I've seen. Ger- go ahead. I've seen Neon Demon.
0: Okay. I've and seen this, Drive.
3: This right. is a lot like. A very violent version of the Neon Demon.
1: Neon Demon? A lot of a lot of the same themes then.
3: A lot of the same, like really slow, really quiet, uh, very yes. cool visually, but mm-hmm. kind of hard to follow. Like if you Makes if sense. you if you like the Neon Demon, you'll like this one. If you like this one, you might like the Neon Demon. Right. I actually I, I almost like the Neon Demon a little bit better. Okay. Which
2: yeah. The me. On, the, the only one I've seen was Drive, so yeah. I couldn't necessarily say I have a favorite movie. I did like Drive, yeah. but now that I've seen this one, I think I like this one more than Drive. I did watch a little bit of uh
1: what was it? Only God can judge. Only Only God forgives. Or yeah, there, which, yeah, which also it had Mister uh, uh, Blade Blade Runner twenty forty nine in it. Yeah, and I, I was bored out of my mind. I shut it off. I, I tried man. to watch it Terrible. twice and
2: Terrible. shut it off both times.
3: Yeah. See, I got lost in this one a couple of times. Just I, yeah. Maybe just because it's so... You know, it's it's got that same thing that uh, Blade Runner had going for it. You know, like, it's got... Uh, the soundtrack is very, uh, like, just ambient noise like yeah fucking white noise definitely. machine like and, background uh, noise yeah and there's there's like aside from you know the cool violent stuff that happens there's like there's no talking really in the movie to be to be said and then they don't really tell you what happens you just kind of have to figure it the fuck out <laughs> right. I was lost a couple of times And I, I nodded off a couple of times Because of that whole sure. ambient noise thing Dude this was super slow to me Like I I, I want To like it more than I actually did Okay I, I'm not sure if I'm a fan
1: yeah, I am a fan. I really, th- this this is the one movie by uh, Winding Riffin that I do like. Th- this movie actually reminds me of a ben, a ben Wheatley film a little bit called A Field in England. Have you guys seen that one?
0: No,
2: I've heard of it, though.
1: Yeah, it's very, um, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I could just cop out and say it's very out there, but it's it's real esoteric. You know, it, it's kind of, I, I think a lot of it is your own impressions or interpretations of what's going on. The uh, the basic storyline is obvious, you know? I mean, he's basically with a Viking army, and he gets captured by, uh, I guess, like a a Christian army. Or do I have it backwards? Was he the Christian, and he was captured at first by the Vikings? It was kind of hard to tell, wasn't
6: it? No, I looked it up.
3: He was uh, a pagan, like, slave dude. I don't know who he was captured by. But when he escapes, spoiler alert, he uh, he he runs into uh, some crusaders. So ah, the Crus-
1: he runs into the Christians.
3: Oh yes, yeah. yes, that's what happened. And
1: they're trying to get to the Holy Land, but they accidentally end up, I'm assuming, in like North America.
2: Or as hell. the the boy referred to as hell.
1: Hell, yeah, right. Yeah, and and a field in England is kind of similar in that it's it's kind of like you don't really know if if what it's it's almost like one of those things where is the story that I'm being told what's really happening or is the storyteller going slightly mad? And I kind of got that impression with this film. It's kind of like um, he, he was kind of going insane. Like when they were passing, first of all, how did he make salt water drinkable? Was it that they were inland at that point? Like they yes. somehow ended up in a lake or a
3: river? Yeah, because yeah. they were... They were, and the okay. only reason I know this shit is because I had to look it up because I was so fucking lost. But okay. so they got lost in that fog, right? And right. Uh, when he when he drank the water and it wasn't salt water anymore, that's when they knew that they had gone past the ocean. Okay. And they're now into fresh water, so now it's got to be close to land. So yeah, was he, the-
2: he was having a lot of visions too, wasn't he?
3: Yeah,
1: And that that leads into what I was going to ask is when they were passing around that gourd and drinking out of that, was that some kind of hallucinogen? Yeah, I think so. I think so too. That's what happened in a field in England. They were all eating mushrooms.
2: But didn't he see how he was going to die and that's how it ended?
0: Um, Because
2: I I thought he seen him at, uh, when they got, to that water or the, right. the beach or whatever and they mm-hmm. were surrounded by by um the natives the natives right yeah and they um just got the shit he got the ship yeah he he had he had seen that in a vision and that's exactly what happened
1: wow yeah well see you even caught see and i've seen it twice and i didn't even catch that there's just I, this is one of those movies that i think kind of has layer upon layer and it's one that's uh, that's worth watching several times. But I I enjoyed the basic story, but more than anything, I really loved the cinematography. And I thought Mad, Mads Mikkelsen uh, One Eye was just a badass man. Yeah, and that was uh, you know, dude, I love the brutality of it. I love the imagery. And sometimes you know, there's parts of the story that obviously Philip we missed. You know, and you, yeah. you went back and read about, but. Uh, I don't think you necessarily have to understand 100% what the director meant as the vision of the story to enjoy it in in a case like this, you know?
3: Yeah. Well, yeah, because the ending still doesn't make a ton of sense to me. Right. At that point, I'm like, what was the point of this? (laughs) I'm sure there's a message there, but I don't know what it was.
1: I guess they were the outsiders, and they were to be feared, and he got fucking killed, (laughs) you know? Yeah simple as that i'm assuming they let the boy live i'd i'd like to see what happened to the boy like was he was he raised as the as the natives as one of theirs or something like that that well, would be they, an interesting they, they took yeah, in so the cool. one guy didn't they did they
2: the, the one guy that disappeared right oh and then they later they found him and he was you know painted and mhm so, I mean, I don't know. There's you know a lot what? of questions.
1: There's a lot of questions. It's a uh, it's a movie that it deserves a few viewings for sure. Um, yeah. Again, I'll say it's my favorite of, of this director's films. I mean, I mean, it, at least everything in it made sense. Whereas Brian, as you're talking about, only God forgives. I mean, the only thing I could tell you about that is it's like wasn't his brother raping girls in like an Asian country or something like that?
2: I don't know. I just remember his mom was. moves
1: on him and it was really weird and yeah so beyond weird and i think with drive i think it was just overhyped for me and i didn't enjoy it as much as a lot of people told me i should
2: yeah I I, drive i like i don't love it
3: it's it is what it is so right yeah and then neon demon was like it was kind of just okay it was cool and artsy this was cool and artsy but it was a viking movie which makes it a little bit cooler Right. But uh but yeah, I s I don't know, man. I still didn't quite get it. Mm-hmm. Were you guys ready for scores?
2: Yep. Um I am going to give this a seven and a half 'cause it was visually it was there for me, and Mads Mickelson is a total badass. And cool. This is somebody I am looking forward to watching his movies.
3: Oh yeah. Uh, I, I know it's some of Mad's early work and, uh, I love, I love the actor. Um, I, I can't give it more than a five because, uh, Mm -hmm. like I said, man, I really tried to watch it and I just did not. I, it was, it was so hard to get into. Like Mm -hmm. I, I've got to get kids out of the house and everybody gone so I can watch it without any distractions, I think.
1: So would you, would you at least say you'd give it another fair watch at some point?
3: Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll okay. definitely try to watch it again because I, like I said, I I want to like it more than I did. It just didn't quite get there for me the first time because it right. was, it was so out there and so artsy that it was hard to pay attention. Cool.
1: All right. Well, I'll uh I'll give it a seven, and um, those seven points basically come from the uh, the cinematography. Uh, by the way, it was filmed entirely in Scotland, in case you guys were wondering. So. Um, that looks about right. Yeah, I was reading. Every single scene was shot in Scotland. Um, Mickelson's acting and the brutality of it, I really, I really got into that. So I'll give it a seven. Nice. All right, you guys ready to move on to the big one? Yep. All right, our main, uh, main attraction this week was uh, the brand new uh, entry into the Marvel universe, Thor Ragnarok. We'll start out with trivia. It was directed by uh, Ta- Taika Waititi, and he was also known for What We Do in the Shadows as well as Flight of the Conchords. Uh, writers Eric, Pe- Eric Pearson, who is known for the Agent Carter television series, uh, Craig Kyle, known for the Iron Man TV animated series, and Christopher Yost, who is known for the Star Wars Rebels animated TV series. So, you got uh, three TV writers here. Um, according to producer Kevin Feig, this film plays a significant role in setting up Avengers Infinity War. Probably yes, it does. Not a big surprise to anyone. Uh, Kate Blanchett accepted her role in the movie to please her children who are Marvel Comics fans. Uh, Blanchett's eldest son, Dashiell John Upton. <laughs> what an. Hello, Dashiell John Upton. <laughs> uh, he, he suggested she take the role, saying it would be a career boost. So
2: Yeah, yeah,
3: she did it the hell. You think so? <laughs>
1: no. <laughs>
3: Looking so good, thinking. playing the part, though. Way oh, to go, Blanchett. Yeah.
1: She was, as they say, rocking it, right?
3: Yeah, buddy. Um,
1: okay, and this is interesting. 80% of the dialogue in the film was improvised in order, <laughs> in order to create a very loose and collaborative mood among the cast. So Thor Ragnarok, cool. one of the biggest, most anticipated films of the year for sure. We'll be doing another one around mid-December, definitely. Um, you uh, When do you guys want to get started first?
0: Uh,
2: you want to take this one, Philip?
3: Uh, sure, man.
1: Uh, yeah, you just got you I, just got out of it, didn't you?
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. I, like I literally just left the theater, and you know, because I live out in the country on the beach now, twenty minutes home. <laughs> right. But, uh, <laughs> um, I I really enjoyed it, man. I think uh, I think every one of these Marvel movies needs to pay some sort of stipend to uh, uh, oh my God, his name escapes me at the moment, Deadpool. Oh, Ryan, oh Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Because okay. I, I really think that he's the one that started this. Because he was pushing so hard for a Deadpool movie, he's the one that started this whole uh, comedy first in, yes, in these yes. superhero movies.
1: Not, not taking it um, too seriously, right?
3: Yeah. And I, I, they did that beautifully here. It was as good as the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie. And uh, – I, I'm not even mad that they that they ripped off Deadpool and did the the comedy thing because it was very funny, man. There was a whole right. lot of scenes where I like, literally laughed out loud. I love the uh, the graphics. Um, they had a whole '80s vibe going. Sure, fucking Led Zeppelin in the soundtrack was kick ass. Right. <laughs> I loved it. Every time they did it twice, <laughs> I loved it. Um. Uh, and uh, I, I, the only gripe I have, uh, I'm, I'm not going to get into spoilers yet, but uh, there was some that CGI, people jumping through the air in CGI, and they look like fucking Gumby going through the air. That shit drives <laughs> – how have we not come up with something better than that by now? If that's the scene you're going to go with, man, do something different where the actual person can do it. You know how much more kick-ass that fight scene would have been if you'd had a real person doing it? And it didn't look like, you know, just straight CGI shit. Uh, aside from that, though, man, great movie. That was really my only gripe about it. It was it was funny. It kept my interest the whole time. It was a little bit long, but good
2: movie. Um, I'm right there with you. This this movie was funny. It was funny from beginning to end for me. The yeah, action was there. I love there that. A, yeah, there was a lot of uh, references in the movie, to to past movies that I love, there was references to com- the to the comics that I love, and I thought everybody was amazing in this. Um, what was her name? Tessa Thompson, who plays Valkyrie. Oh she my god, you yeah. amazing in this movie. Awesome. And Jeff Goldblum. <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: but <laughs> he was they, great. they they yes they casted Jeff Goldblum and told Jeff Goldblum just to be Jeff Goldblum, and yeah. it was fucking amazing and. He was hilarious. I, oh, yeah. I can't wait to get I can't wait to get in the spoilers. This this movie was a lot of fucking fun for me. Yeah.
3: Also, I'm pretty sure there was a cowboy reference. I'll get into it in the spoiler. Like Dallas Cowboys. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll get into that in the spoilers. But uh I, I'm I'm pretty sure it was there and even if it wasn't, I'm gonna choose to believe that it was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean how many people can there be named Dez, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know what you're saying. <laughs> So, gotcha.
1: Anyway, um, when I went into this uh, this hype machine, expecting a a, a really great movie, um, I was a little bit little bit disappointed, guys. Really? Not, yeah, it wasn't quite what I was what I was hoping it would be. Um, I don't know, you you you, Philip. I did catch you talking about the Zeppelin music. Yeah, I thought it was a little cheesy, man.
3: Oh, immigrant uh, song is.
1: Immigrant song's great, dude, but I mean in in the scene that they used it in where he was battling the original demon like at the beginning, I don't know, man. Yeah. I just kinda thought it was overboard. I, I would almost say that this movie tried a little too hard with a comedy. It just my opinion. Yeah. I mean I think they just kinda overdid the jokes a little bit. Um, it it almost just kinda seemed like they were they were really, you know, fishing for laughs a lot. Um, it was it was really busy i mean I love a good i mean you guys know i love a good a good movie where a lot of people come together and make a team but i don't know man for some reason um this particular team just didn't impress me that much you know i mean you had the um you, you had uh the the chick what, what uh what was she she was part of one of the the groups uh, that protected asgard oh, valkyrie yeah yeah she was a valkyrie, but apparently she was like an alcoholic valkyrie or something like that and um what what exactly was that that place A I mean, a few things kind of just confuse me about it um well, wait. What, wait. What, what was the place he landed in i mean we don't want to go spoilers yet to, do we i'm going too spoilery okay yeah we'll, we'll get there all right but i i don't know why i thought this entire film was going to take place in asgard did it or was that another place
3: could we say oh, that no that was, now yeah that was another place so you you're definitely a prisoner in some other place
1: okay um i, I don't know man i uh uh, I, I really wanted to like the movie a lot more than I did, and I guess I need to sit here and not go take another break so I can actually hear you guys talk about it. So you guys can, by the time we're done, I'm sure you guys will both convince me to to up, you know, up whatever number I'm going to give it. But um, I mean, you got you guys really thought the comedy in this fit in it, well with it, the movie. It,
2: it, it worked for me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I I took. Go ahead.
3: Oh, it's just yeah. I thought it was really funny. I, I I loved. I mean, they they definitely played up on the jokes, but I kind of knew that coming into it, which helped. Um, okay. Guardians of the Galaxy two kind of did the same thing, but they didn't go like straight. Okay, this is a comedy movie first. And we're going to have some cool action shit in it, too. Yeah, but I think that that's the new evolution of the superhero movie.
2: And I felt like they needed to do something with this franchise because I didn't hate the first two ones, but right. they're they're not on the top of my list by far. Yeah.
0: And okay. I well, felt getting, like they needed to do old. something
3: fresh. Mm-hmm. Superhero movies are getting old. They needed to do something.
1: Need to do something different. I, I For some reason, even though I love an ensemble cast for the most part, for some reason, uh, with superheroes, the ones I tend to like more involve just the single superhero. Like, yeah. for example... Because it's
3: more story-driven.
1: Well, I think Iron Man is probably my favorite of all the superhero movies ever. And I think it might yeah. be followed by Wonder Woman and uh, I think Ant-Man was pretty damn good it was Um, and I thought it used comedy really well but for some reason it just I don't know it just felt like there was too much going on in this there were there were too many characters and it just didn't feel like a Norse God movie for some reason it felt like something different and I really didn't like the fact that Thor didn't have his hammer the haircut didn't bother me that much and I know they were trying for something different but mm-hmm. Thor without his hammer, I mean, come on. That's not the Thor I read in the comic books, you know?
2: Uh, well, we get to the reason why he doesn't have his hammer. <laughs>
1: okay. Well, I'm, I, you know what? We need, to, we need to do scores and spoil, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll, uh, I'll go last,
3: of course. Okay, All right. So- uh, I guess I'm going to go. I'm going to say. I'm going to give it a nine. Wow. I'm going to give it a nine and a half because a I like it.
1: I'm giving it nine, dude.
3: I like it better than I think. I like it better than the second Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, fuck! And I gave that one a pretty high score.
1: Man, I uh, I, I envy you, dude. And and Car- our our buddy Carl gave it a nine out of ten. Uh, well, you fuck, know, I wish I loved it that
2: much. <laughs> you know what? I'm give I'm also giving it a nine and a half. Wow. I have one small gripe. It has to do with the villain, and we'll get to that later. But okay this this movie was just hitting on every note for me and i took i took my seven-year-old with me and we were just having a blast watching this movie and she's so into the marvel universe she was calling out stuff and cool i just had fun from beginning to end and i to i think philip you said it felt a little too long it it didn't it felt fine to me Mm -hmm. there was there was no, no dull points to me
3: they did a good job with that two-hour and ten-minute runtime of making it all interesting. I just had a four-year-old in my lap who would not... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Or
1: pops. laughs> got, got you. <laughs> man. Lance. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> I sure, sure wish I had seen the movie you guys all did, man, and the rest of the world, because... Uh, man, I give it a four and a half. Oh, it wasn't even. I mean, I'll never see it again. It wasn't even. I halfway.
3: saw the wrong one. Chris Hemsworth uh, was what that one. I, what was, did I see? <laughs> did you did see, see Thor what, Ragnarok
2: or did you see like what was the other one? Thor The Dark World.
1: Oh, wait a minute. I think I might have accidentally gone into the, <laughs> the uh, porno, the porno theater accidentally and seen Thor Ragnarok. Oh. <laughs> That's what it was.
3: <laughs> I was trying to think of a born name for it. That was good. <laughs> oh,
1: man, I wish, I wish I'd love this movie. All right, so on that note... riding uh... <laughs> All right, on that note, it's time for spoilers. Who Who's going?
3: This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned.
2: Um, I'll go. This you said you, it was too many characters. I thought everybody was right. fucking great. I thought what? Jeff Goldblum almost stole the movie for me. I like yeah, his whole. Of intru- course,
1: Gold, Goldblum like, was great.
2: Yeah, I like his whole introduction. They had okay. the. Um, Willy Wonka music playing and Thor was yeah. riding the that little was corny, uh, the dude. That was I corny I loved it. I fucking loved it. I'm glad you I know,
3: did. But it was corny and then they made fun of it. And I, I think right. that that was the way that they were able to do cheese is to be able to turn it comedy, you know? hmm So yeah, that like instead it. of sitting in the audience and watching something super cheesy and going, What the fuck? You right. have Thor going, What the fuck is going on? hmm And I, I don't know, I thought they pulled that off and um another
2: thing that i really love that they did in this they corrected a flaw there was to this whole cinematic universe in one of the previous movies you seen um what was it uh thanos's uh his gauntlet the glove yes you've seen it in one of the thor movies in where they lock up everything and then later in an end credit scene thanos has it that was always like but they fixed it
1: she threw it on the ground and said that's a fake or something, right? Yeah,
2: that's that's a fake like everything in this room is fake I love Uh, that they fixed that problem but that leads me to my one gripe, and it's a gripe that I've had with almost every Marvel movie, is we had another one and done villain and I thought she Mm. was great as the villain in this Okay. and one and done, killed,
1: gone are you you sure? this is or, this is a comic book movie, after all.
2: Yeah, if it, but if, it, if if there wasn't one and done, we they would have brought back the Red Skull, who is a fucking great villain, and we haven't right. seen That's... him. And I just I don't know. There, other than Loki, they never set up these villains for anything else.
1: Yeah, and Loki's not really a villain; he's just mischievous. He's yeah, he's
2: you know, he can't help himself. He's Ass. not a mischief. Yeah. So.
3: <laughs> <laughs> But I so, I thought it go ahead. What about the Hulk in this movie? Did you like the Hulk actually trying to have conversations and stuff? I mean, he was mm-hmm. funny. Not really. Yes, I did.
2: I, I, did. I did. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I like. I love the scene where he threw his tantrum because right. Thor said everybody calls him the stupid
3: Avenger. Yeah. <laughs> Those guys. Good too. He goes and like pouts and sits on the bed. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I like, I thought it
2: was all funny. Everything with Valkyrie, I thought she was, I thought her whole story, the reason right. why she was an alcoholic is because of basically her whole, I don't know what you call them. The whole, the whole Valkyrie was, was killed by Hela and she yes, was the only yes, one that survived. She
1: was the only survivor, sure.
2: And she, she had no place no more. And uh-huh. she was just basically this, what do they call her? Scrapper one, one, four, two or something. Yeah, you know, she scrapper.
3: was. Yeah, so I, awesome I understood cat. that. I, I yeah. want I want more of her. Like every scene that she was in, I loved. She oh, she, she, she like super sexy and nailed the role. I loved it. Mm-hmm. And she's confirmed
2: for Avengers, so she'll be in Avengers. Okay,
1: awesome. well, I, w- I wouldn't be too surprised if she showed up in uh, Black Panther, considering the the director of that movie directed her in Creed.
0: Mm.
1: Well, you guys remember her in uh, Creed?
2: Yep, absolutely. Yeah, I
1: forgot that was her. Yeah, man. I, um, I mean, yeah, she was kind of. I, I will agree. She was kind of a bright spot, and and definitely, you know, I mean, there's no doubt that. Uh, what what do they call Grand uh Gold, Goldblum, the Grandmaster or something like that? Yeah, uh, which I or,
2: which I hope they keep true to the comics because he is the brother right. of uh, the Collector, which was oh, played by Diesel Del Toro.
1: Okay, makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I, I like them, but uh, other than that, I mean, it's like, once again, they've got Idris Elba in here, and he didn't really have anything to do. Well, he's uh, trying to he's trying to get out of this. Blanchett was gorgeous. I mean, she filled out the yeah. costume like nobody's business, and she's God, probably a great, a great actress, sex. but I just, I found her, I found her to be super over the top, like, too over the top for me. And the same thing with Carl Urban and this fucking Scottish accent, you know? I mean, this dude <laughs> was just like... Yeah, well, we're in spoilers now, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, fuck, dude. I I don't know, man. It just, uh, I really wanted to like this movie. Maybe I do have to see it again then.
3: The dude went ham with two M-16s from Texas called Des and Troy. So (laughs) I got to love that character. (laughs) All right. As as weaselly as he was. (laughs) Right.
2: He he did redeem
3: himself. Yes, he did. (laughs) Um
2: how did you did you guys like the doctor strange cameo
1: not really i thought (sighs) it was out of play it felt forced to me
3: yeah it it was a little forced and he was kind of a little too all-powerful at this point right um but uh, i thought it worked i mean they're setting up avengers so Mm -hmm. i I, I can see where they're going with that
2: Getting into this after credit scene, did you guys uh, uh, understand what was going on? Did you guys, okay, first of all, let me ask, did you guys see the bootleg uh, Avengers uh, three trailer? No, no, okay. in the beginning of that trailer is Thor floating through space and he lands on the windshield of uh, the Guardians uh, oh, of the Galaxy they wipe, ship.
1: They wipe the windshield and see yeah. that they fly off the windshield or whatever. I've heard it so, described, but I haven't seen yeah,
2: it. Yes. So this, this end credit scene is alluding to that ship is Thanos's ship.
3: Ah, interesting. Oh, that's I, what I expected.
2: Which I really wanted the end credit scene to be the trailer for
3: mm-hmm. Avengers 3. Probably should have been.
1: Yeah, everybody knows about it anyway, right?
2: Yeah, I don't. The rumor is they're saving it for uh, Star Wars. So,
3: oh, okay, that makes sense.
2: But uh, yeah, overall, I I had fun with it. My, me and my daughter were cracking up at all the jokes. Uh, I thought the action was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the I like they changed the look of Thor because uh, I read that Chris Hemsworth was pushing for them to do that. Because he wanted something, he wanted the, he wanted something fresh for right. this franchise. I, I heard so, about that as well. So I, I'm I like I like the eye patch now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and him, so he's and the Lance new Odin, him, huh? Yeah, him losing his his hammer was basically. You, they had the scene where Odin was telling him that's not where his power came from. I remember that. That's yeah. not where that's not his true power. He will get his hammer back. Okay, I know that
1: for a fact. Hmm. So interesting. Okay, well. I'm really glad you guys all loved it, man, and and all of our listeners loved it. You know, people are sending in their reviews and stuff. So, you know, I'm I'm in the minority. What do you expect from a guy that likes Dane DeHaan movies, right? <laughs> Somebody's got to go against the grain.
2: Yeah, no, you know. You know, our next one, you know, I can completely hate it and you both can just, you know, completely love it. You know, that's that that's the beauty of doing this show. We don't you know, we don't always have to agree, but we just I get can our see where you're out. coming
3: from because everything was was very over the top and cheesy. And, and mm-hmm. uh, the way that they made that work, like I said, was with the comedy. Sure. And so, you know, I mean. I, for some people, I guess that doesn't work, but I love comedy movies anyway, so I'm right. I was down with it. That scene, that first scene where he's spinning around and talking to the uh, the big demon thing and getting him to like spill his plot like a fucking James Bond movie, mm-hmm. and then, <laughs> <and> then, <laughs> like he stopped him when he was spinning the wrong way. He's right. like, "Wait, I'm, all right, I'm going back around." <laughs> I loved uh, it. Yeah, prob- <laughs> probably should have.
2: I probably should have did this in my review. Uh, it's doing good. Rotten Tomatoes, 94. Wow. Audience score, 89.
1: Holy shit. Well, I'm definitely in the minority on this one. Oh, yeah. Was your, was your guys' theater packed? Uh, mine wasn't, but I went during the middle of the day. So, uh, you know, yeah, that's what I usually I went, try to do. I went Thursday night, and they
2: had
3: lines set
2: up for each of the theaters they were showing.
3: Right. Yeah. So, I- I didn't expect mine to be too packed because, like I said, I mean it's Bike Week this weekend, so uh, there's a thousand bikers in Galveston all getting drunk at the bar down the road.
1: Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, I know we don't have any sponsors yet for our for our uh, podcast here, but way too fledgling for that. But I do want to give a quick shout out to uh, Movie Pass. Brian, think you know what I'm talking about here, Philip? You about to jump on board or
3: what? Yes, sir, absolutely. Because I found out that my movie theater does accept it, and uh, give a shout out to Miller Lite because it doesn't hurt to try.
1: All right, cool. (laughs) So, uh, as always, listeners, we want to thank you guys for uh, tuning in to another episode of The Horror Returns. We would uh, absolutely, as Philip will tell you, love to hear your feedback. And as Brian will tell you, we want to hear your ideas.
2: Absolutely.
1: You can always reach us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Podbean. Just do a search for The Horror Returns. Uh, Also look for koozies coming out. Uh, So I think I did decide we're going to print some up for Frightmare. So if you don't like T-shirts, give us an iTunes review. Maybe you can get a koozie for your beer. And uh, if you do check us out on iTunes, please uh, uh, do what Philip
3: uh, leave us a review, five stars preferably.
1: Hell yeah! So, uh, do you four guys know? Four. Do you guys know what's coming up next week, or is it a mystery to you?
2: I think I might have solved that one. Oh yeah! I think we're doing Murder on the Orient Express.
1: Yes. Murder. And I might have a clue as to the first movie we're going to cover. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, on that note,
3: <laughs> so that I don't bring— Oh, show I get anymore. it. Yeah, uh, you had me for a second. Okay.
1: <laughs> hey, Philip, please stop. I'm a little
3: slow.
6: Me
1: from, stop me from bringing <laughs> the show down anymore, and tell us what's going to happen until the horror returns again. It's called Cold Wind. <laughs> Ooh, the night. Dead!